Okay. Nice. Misul Sisharim, Perak Aleph. Let's go. By the way, did um, anonymously, you can raise your hand without anyone seeing it in your own head. Did you uh, make sure to try to review the few lines that we did last week? Um, not last week, the week before, I apologize for missing last week. But the point is, we need to remind ourselves that it's important to know the concepts, but it's also important to review them with a hasmada, with ongoing hasmada, in a constant way, try to every day to look over what we've done this past week, to try to live with this knowledge, right? Because really that's going to be the main payoff, Morris. Right? I can honestly say I did not. <laughs> right. Okay, you get up to it this week, but next, but for next week. Okay, so Rukal told us it's very important to get a proper hashkafic perspective um, before we set off on our avodas Hashem. Otherwise, you don't really know what you're doing. Okay, so here we go. Vehine. That the sages taught us that the man was created to rejoice in Hashem and to benefit from the radiance of His presence. Um, two points on this. First point is that there's no POSIC for this. There's no POSIC brought for this. It's yeah. really logic. Oh, so it's clearly um, <coughs> coming from something that a POSIC cannot grab onto. The, the morale in his Hagdama to Tiferes Yisrael says there is no there's no place in the Chumash that it talks about Olam Haba. It's interesting, right? All Torah observing Jews and you know, seemingly somewhere, surely somewhere in that five books of Moses, there should be a verse or two describing Olam Haba, right? A little bit. Well, what about right after Hashem? Uh, Banishes us from Gan Eden. He sets angels there to plow. That's Gan Eden. That's not. That's not all. Okay. Okay. It's just a very, very nice place. Anyway, that's uh, that's most Rishonim understand that there's not a single time that Om Habo is mentioned in the Torah. There's a Kliyakar, in fact, um, in um, I. I think it's maybe in the Bihukosai, where Rashi actually does say that it's alluding to Olam Haba. Is that what you're thinking of? Oz Yashir by the Song of the Sea is in the future tense. Right. So that's, that's, a, that's a remez. That's a remez, right. right? But it's not actually talking about that. It's just saying that they sang a song back then. Yeah. There's, a remez, there's Ramazim all over the place. Yeah? But it never actually talks about it. So the, so the Kliyakar brings seven different um, sheikas who shown them about why there's no reward mentioned or the reward of all of all mentioned in, in, in the Chumash. It's very interesting. Anyway, so the Maral says a very harsh of a thing. He says, the reason is because Nevoah is something, Nevoah is called, uh, a, a prophet is called a seer, a roe, someone who, you know, he sees a vision, right? Chazon Yishaya, right? So, Seeing, um, no. How's your how's your vision? Terrible. How about when you wear your glasses? Perfect. Okay. Um, can you see around the corner what's happening? In, no. you, know, you can't see around the corner. It's good when I said it. Right. See. So sight only gives you access to something that you have a direct line of sight with, right? Meaning something that you have a direct relationship with, uh, uh, a yachas. A, a straight relationship but if it's but if I have to go for example if I used um, radar or sonar or I don't know what, whatever else right I can sound I can send sound waves over there and see how they bounce off 
and I could I could more or less map out what's happening behind, around the corner, right? Although my eyesight won't do it for me. Or if I'm a chacham and I come in here and I see the way this room looks, I see this bump out over here, so I understand that certainly that behind the bump out there's a room, right? I could probably figure, tell you more or less what the dimensions of that room is, and based on a few things and how the piping is, I could probably even tell you that's the kitchen, right? So, so he says that a Navi, which is what Moshe Rabbeinu was a Navi, the Chumash, is Navu. It's not just Moshe Rabbeinu telling you things that he believed, right? If you ask Moshe Rabbeinu, do you think it's Olam He would say, absolutely, yes. I'm absolutely convinced there's Olam Abba. But as a Navua, to be an actual Pasuk, that it couldn't be. Because Olam Habba is completely in a different league. It's like a you know, parallel universe. It's in, a, it's in a place that we have no uh, direct connection to. No Yachas. So that's why no Navi uh, ever gave a Navua about Olam Habba. Including motion. Okay. However, Chachamim, the Chazal, all the time are alluding to Olam Haba because as the Mara, that's what it means. Chacham Adif Minavi. A Chacham is greater than a Navi. A Chacham is not greater than a Navi in every way. In fact, in, in many ways, he's not greater than a Navi. Right? Um, like we spoke about it last time, no? That a Navi, he's Masik the Inyin. He, he actually gets the matter al-buri, he's omed al-adavar b'beirur, absolutely experiencing the thing. Whereas a chacham, he knows that this is how the thing ought to be, but he's not like there, experiencing it, living it, right? That's what we spoke about, the difference in hasaga and yidiyah, right? We spoke about that here? Between hasaga and yidiyah? I believe so. I believe so. Go back and uh, listen to the recordings. Hasaga is knowing something through a, a, a deep experiential way, as opposed to idea is just um, the awareness of something being the case. Okay, so so uh, so a navi is greater than than a chacham in that way. But the chacham, because of the because he is disconnected from this knowledge to a certain way, he's not he doesn't have to experience it to know it, so he can extrapolate, he can go from, well, if A equals B, and B equals C, so then A equals C, even though I've never seen it, I've never actually experienced A equals C, must be so. never been there, but, but it must be so, and then, you know, he can keep on building it more and more and more, extrapolating, figuring things out, and get to really, really, really high places, right, that he himself has never had any experience in at all. Right? So that's what the Ramchal so so here is telling us. Why is it specifically that Chazal taught us? For example, very interesting. There, there appears to be a contradiction in the, in the holy books. Why Hashem created the world. In one place it says Hashem created the world for His own honor. Like the Pasuk says, Kol pa'al Hashem lemanehu. All the actions of Hashem are for Himself, which means for His honor. Yeah, that everything is me- is meant and it goes through. How every single thing is it's a pasuk in Mishlei. Yeah, yeah. and Chazal Darshan that it means that everything was created for Hashem's honor. This means for Him. Hashem doesn't need anything, right? You'll, you'll share with me after. Um, so, um, so Hashem doesn't need anything. So why? So what does it mean? It's for him. It means it's for his honor. It's for the honor of his name, right? And yet, we have, and then we have other places where Chazal say this: that everything was created to be native to us, to do good to us. So which one is true? So the Ramchal reconciles them. He says the first one is called the Sibahanodas the known reason, the revealed reason. The revealed reason is to give honor to Hashem's name. And since it's the, it's the revealed reason, that's why there's a Pasuk about it. Meaning, Shlomo Melech was able to connect to it with Ruach HaKodesh 
and say the words but this thing is so deep it's beyond it, it's one step even deeper it's in the Ratzon of Hashem what was he trying to do with that why did Hashem want to create a world to give honor to his name there the answer is to be mated to us Meaning the way that Hashem is going to be, right? so that's the ultimate reason is to be made to us, to do good to us. The way that that's going to happen is through bringing honor to His name, which we're going to talk about soon. Okay, so I'm just showing you that it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful that the the deepest reason is so deep. There's no psukim to allude to it. He would have brought us a pasuk. It's such a big thing. the whole of Yiddishkeit is built on this, and there's no pasuk for it. Chazal told us so. It's similar to um, the, the known sins are for us, but the concealed ones are for Hashem. And that's in a similar way. The, what, the, the known means the revealed? Yes. Right. Yeah. The known is the revealed. Right. So that... This is also how he starts off. Tirech Hashem. Second parak. Second parak. Okay. Second parak there. Exactly. Yeah. So that. So so that's number one point that I wanted to make. Uh, the, the other one is. Notice over here there is a there is a. There is a difference. Between lis anegal Hashem, and lehanos miziv shinoso, to rejoice in Hashem, versus to benefit from his radiance. What's the difference between to enjoy versus to benefit? And what's the difference from Hashem versus from his, from his presence? How do they translate it in the, in the English over there? To delight in Hashem yeah. and to benefit from the radiance of the Shema. What's the difference in these two? Delight is a tangible thing. It, it, it's, it's something. What does it mean by that? We say Oni Shabbos, first like tasting. What is what what is what is more. So you're tasting Hashem. It's more. It's more. It's more of a. It's pleasurable. It's more of a physical thing. In my mind, it's like we need delight in something. It's more. It's more of a physical manifestation versus a. To, to, to benefit, to benefit, sometimes you don't even physically eat, like you drink water. Hey, you're not thirsty anymore. Do you actually feel the actual benefit of you know, you know, your body being rehydrated? Not necessarily, but you're getting a benefit. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know. I happen to like coffee. I drink it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, okay. I'm enjoying the flavor, the taste, all, all that other stuff. And yeah, okay, fine. It's giving me caffeine. I'm getting buzzed off it. Right. You know, so one is a one is you know you're still gaining a benefit from it, but you're also getting a tangible physical enjoyment from it. Whereas the other one, it's well, we're not talking about physical enjoyments anyway, right? We're not but talking I'm, about same, I, that's um, that's that was my point. It's like it's a, it, be, the benefit part is like it's something that we can't necessarily understand because it's not tangible. The delight is something that we that we that we feel is more of a physicality that we do associate with because we're physical beings. Okay. okay. Boris, what do you think? Well, he says here that his Rosh Hashiva Rabbi Yitzhak Sher said you put a period, right? That man. What? That you put a period after pleasure. The purpose is to gain pleasure. Lisani. Period, right? Lonivra ella lisani. Period. How do you find it in Hashem? Okay. Wait. Okay. Meaning that you're here for pleasure. The ultimate pleasure is to find pleasure in Hashem. That makes sense. Right? That's where it's coming from. Take that up with Rabbi Yitzhak Sher. Yeah. So, so you put a period after lisani. There's no verb after Now, then the next sentence begins. Al Hashem Vilihisanos Mizir Shinoso? Mm -hmm. That makes no sense. Let me see. What is it? Yeah. 
grammatically, it doesn't make any sense. What's that? Logically, it does. But grammatically, it grammatically doesn't make sense. And it logically also doesn't make sense. Not necessarily. Sure. Kids talk and babble all the time. No, it makes sense. Talking. I don't know. I'm just thinking. What he's saying is, is that, is that well, you're, you're here, the ultimate purpose is here is, 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 is for you to enjoy your life. Whatever you're about pressure. to say, right. I'm sure is true. But it's not what he's saying. Okay. He didn't ask me what. I, I'm just telling you what. I have been, I'd, be, I'd be shocked if this is actually weird. Do you really agree with that? I don't know what that means, but that tells me that there's something to look at. That's why I started with it. The bag is going to make Hawaii. You're not a Slovakian guy, that's why. What? You're not a Slovakian guy. No. He's saying that. For He's saying that step number one. No, no, one second, Boris. The continuation of that paragraph. I, I think yeah. he says that that what he what he means is like this is is indeed true. I remember I remember years ago I spoke to a Hasha person and I told him that you know ultimately the ultimate pleasure is going to be to just to just bask in Hashem's greatness and to, to and he said to me, wow, that's so disappointing. Like that's that's it. Like that's all. Like there's nothing else but that. Like and I was like, I don't get it. What do you mean? That's the greatest thing possible. And he just like seemed like he was just so like it was such a big, big letdown. Why? Because people don't relate to it like that. So that's why Ravisic Shir was saying number one no, Ravisic was number one. Hashem created the world that you should enjoy. Now just stop and enjoy and and appreciate that for a minute. That's the old that's the real now, afterwards, he follows it up with that it's Lisanic Al Hashem because that's the true meaning. Not, that's the true Onik. But step number one is whatever is the Onik, let's just leave it as, as X, as blank. That's what I was trying to say. He's like, no, he's not, he's not addressing the difference between Onik and, and, and Hanoch. He's just, he, this, this, he's just saying over here that don't, if you read it, you were created to, to enjoy Hashem. You're like, oh man. Yeah, that's it. I was hoping like a roller coaster ride, like a big bowl of ice cream or something. Is I guess just she said no. Hashem wanted to give you the ultimate, most incredible joy, which is in Him. By the that's the the most incredible thing is Tlisan Gal Hashem. But He's saying first, just read it. When you first just read it, talk to your Yitzhahara, just tell him I I was put in this world Tlisan. Hashem wants me to have the most incredible thing. Now, what is that thing? It's in Him. It's the Son of God Hashem. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. Okay. So, but, but back to us over here. So, there's no period. So, Zvul and Schwarzman Shlita explained to me. There is in the idea, but not in the actuality. Yeah, meaning to say, yeah, he's just saying, when you read it oh. for your own as emotional it. processing, right, stop as if it doesn't continue after that. Process that's, that, that's, that that's the truth, and then keep on reading so that you understand what the real owning is. That, that's the real owning is Allah Hashem. That's allowing it's, me. To, so he's saying, as, as first first point, of enjoy hamburgers. No, don't think anything because you're gonna you're gonna ultimately be proven wrong. Okay. But the point is just get really excited over the fact that Hashem wants you to be listening. Right? And then you understand that, the, and the reason why he why is listening Allah Hashem because that's the best thing possible. It's an unofficial theory. It's an ellipsis. Dot, dot, dot. It's a semicolon. Okay. Anyway, um, so that was okay. Let's let's come back. Let's come back over here. What? So so the point is, guys, that so so Zvul Schwartzman Shlita. I asked him this kasha. I, I, very difficult. I was not sure what the difference is, um, especially being that he doesn't. This is, does not appear in, in, the, in the other sfarim. There's the the, the Gemara. The Gemara bracha says Sadikim Yoshvim. The Gemara describes all my boys Sadikim Yoshvim ve'atroseihem beroshehem ve'nenim ezivashkina. They sit with crowns on their heads. And they benefit from the radiance of the divine presence. So you have that last part, the Nenim Mizuvashina, you have that. Yeah? But the first part of Elisana Galashem is replaced with 
they sit with the crowns on their heads, with the, with the ataras on their heads. So I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what to make of it. So Rasul said that it, it means oneg is the experience. Lehisanos halnoa means the benefit. Is like I benefit from it and I, and I and I grow from it. I actually become, you know, more elevated as a result of it. And then I experience that next level, and then I grow from that level of revelation of Hashem. And then I experience the next level of revelation of Hashem, and I grow from that. That's what this. That's what this two exchanges. The owning is the experience of closeness to Hashem, and that closeness gives you a hanoi, it gives you a tangible benefit, namely that you grow in your ability to perceive Hashem, in your hasagas of Hashem. And then with those newfound abilities, you're misaneg on the next level. And then you grow from that. It's like you eat, and then you get bigger, and then you can eat more, and then you can, you know, benefit from that, and you grow even bigger, and then you can eat more, etc., etc., right? So every part of the, we experience, and we grow from that experience, and then we experience on a higher level than we had in the past, and we grow from that. The self-perpetuating cycle. Absolutely. In Olam Haba. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. Okay. So it really is two parts. One is the actual pleasure. And the one, the second part is the progression of states of pleasure. I would say it's like a staircase. Right? A staircase has the rise and the run. Right, the part, of the vertical part of the stairs, and the horizontal part of the stairs. Right. Now, each one is necessary. If I would only have rises. And no runs, right? So I couldn't. I would never be able to You're get to the next one. It would just be too. It would just be too high, right? It's a wall. If it right, and if I would only have runs, it's just a floor. But if it's rises and runs, so I go up the one. I'm on the horizontal. That allows me to go up to the next one, which allows me to go up to the next one. So every the two of them are working together. So to here, the oneg is the is the run. That's the flat part that you experience. And it allows you to grow from it, from that experience. And then you experience that. And then you grow from that experience. And then you experience that. And obviously there's no time here, so it's, it all... It's hard, to, it's hard to really understand. The progression is over the course of zero time. Or infinite time. Or at both. It's just the, the time is irrelevant yeah, because but, it doesn't but, exist in the right, but, but it doesn't make a difference. But, but, but the one step follows the next step. Follows the next step. You also realize there's no set limits, so right. it's infinite growth for infinite. Right, so I, it's weird to try to to pro- contemplate this and project this because well, it's ima- imagine like the equivalent of sitting and learning, like all day and all night, and every time you learn something, you, like you learn, you get a geshmak from it, and now you're bigger Talmud Chacham. Now you could go learn the, the next sugya, and you get a geshmak from that sugya. And now, thanks to that, you can go back and learn the first sugya, and you're gonna understand it even better. You get a gishmak from that, right? Right. So you're constantly having a higher, higher level of gishmak. That's the oneg, right? And you're constantly becoming more and more of a tamal chacham, so you can learn higher and higher levels. And you're in this entire huge, you know, base midrash full of talmidei chachamim that you can be mafalpal with, and it just oh, it just keeps on going higher and higher and higher. It's pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. What else do you need? You're all set. <laughs> oh, have a baby. Maybe a beer. Beer and a little schnapps. Over there, they've got scotch. What? they got scotch. Oh, what? Yeah. You don't even have to ask how old. Old. <laughs> that, that was the real tree of knowledge. Okay. <laughs> Cherry casks, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> they don't worry about the cigars. What do you cancer? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. Um, so that's what man was created for. Okay? Unbelievable. The the ult- the, the ultimate hatam. Now I want to make a duke. The place, which is for, for this enjoyment, the place in truth, that's Olam Haba. 
which means make the dew. Enjoyment here is also good. There's also some. There's also some Right. In true, the full full on is all haba, but there's some Um we have to understand what that is. We have to, we have to discuss what, what, what will constitute that. But yeah, in some level there is in this world. Because the next world was created with the necessary hachana, with the necessary preparation, with what it takes for that enjoyment. I mean, the analogy I like to use is Olamazeh is like a gym. We're going to discuss that soon. Olamazeh is like a gym. And Olamazeh is like a spa. A spa, right? So, in a spa, everything is like soft couches and pillows and warm and whatever. I don't know. I've never been to one. I'm imagining it's something very, very cushy and nice, right? And a gym, you try to find like a normal place to sit down, like... Yeah, you sit down and this is like this hard bench, like this narrow little thing with like no no arms, you know, just like with everything is metal and you know, like heavy. It's not very gishmak for enjoyment. Like if you hey, let's go out to the health club, you know, like that is not it's not like a very great place to be, right? Because you're there to work. Right? You're there to work. So you can, I mean, you know, you can go, you know, get, uh, I don't know, a, uh, a Slurpee or something, you know, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, say, so, uh, something, I'm sure they sell something, some sort of a Starbucks they have, nowadays it's, you, know, you can't have a, juice but, bar. what? Juice, juice bar, right? Yeah. But, uh, but, 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 but if you're hitting the juice bar while you're in the health club, you're yeah, probably not, that's probably you're, you're not, not what you're, you're there you're for. You're doing enough work. <laughs> right. Um, so, whereas, you know, so you, so you uh, Olama Ba, that's the spa, that's the place that's designed for pleasure, that's the place that's designed for this, for the owner. What? The right analogy? I'm sorry? I'm puzzled why, why that's the right analogy. Is, is, because the, the Oneg you get in the spa is not, you cannot get that anywhere in the gym. Right. I mean, again, to a certain extent, you you can, just like you can sit on a nice cushy couch in the spa, you can lay down for a minute and rest on the bench press. You, you can do that. And that we, we said that it's also, I mean, you know, if, if you're tired, I mean, it is, you, know, you, you can rest on the bench press, right? It's not very comfortable, but you get, you know, a tangible whatever from rest. Yeah. I mean, it's partially cushioned. It is a little bit cushioned, right? Uh-huh. So you get all these guys fighting over the bench press. I get to lay down the, on the bench press next time. And you're like, guys. <laughs> the bench press is, it's not a couch right. you know like that's, what, that's what we're like all trying to say to ourselves hello this is a bench press it's not a couch get get off start working right so um, so but all of us is designed for the owning that's the difference it's muchen it's prepared for it ach the way to get to this thing that you're wanting, that you're yearning for, who This world is a is the way to get what we want, to get to that ultimate thing. It's like a corridor for the next world. Now, how so? Why is this world, what does this world offer us that is so important? So we all understand. The, the vehicles, the things that help us to get to it. The things that help me to get there. They are the mitzvahs that Hashem commanded us about. So, the way I get to the next world is I do mitzvahs. The only place I can do mitzvahs is in Olamazeh. So, that's the analogy we were saying about the gym, right? Is the only place where you can work on the, on the muscles is you need the weights. The weights are in the gym. 
Alkane, Husama Aldum, Bezer Olum, Bithila. So that's why man was put into this world. Kidei, Shal Yedei Ha Em Tsoyim Ha Eile, Ha Mizdamnin Lo, Khan, Yoholagia El Hamakum Asher Huchan Lo, Vuolamaba. So through this world, we can get to the next world. Liravos Sham Batov to quench himself over there in the good. Asher Kanolo Al Yedeim Tsoyma That he acquired himself. What does it mean acquired? Acquired means there's what was happening here is that there's a there's a schus and a schar. What's a schus? A schus is a merit. What's a schar? Reward. A reward. You know the difference between merit and no, reward? I can't believe it on this. It's the first time I ever thought about this. A, a merit is uh, a reward is something you, you get the benefit of. Yeah. There. Right, right. Right here and now. Right. That's a reward like a ticket. What? The, 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 it's imagine this way. Was it does anybody work? Do any, any of you guys work? Like for a boss? Like, no. Okay, so theoretically, if there was a working man a over here. here that works for someone. What? <laughs> I'm the only PN here that works for someone. Work. Okay, so when you come to your boss next month, you say, um, um, I did not get a, I didn't get a check. He says, why should I give you a check? He said, well, because um, I worked for 50 hours. So, so what? Well, that, that's a schus that I have with you. I have a schus. Now give me my schar, right? I mean, the schus, that's, that's my merit. I mean, I merited to get this thing, which is the reward, right? I worked 50 hours as the merit. In exchange for the merit, I will get the reward. It's like tickets at a carnival. I want, I want a big stuffed bear because I have a thousand tickets. It's like college, you get this nice piece of paper and that's your schus. <laughs> you spent lots of time studying, kind of, sort of. No, that's the other way, that's your schar. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this paper is a schar, theoretically. Well, I mean. period, but you also paid a ton of money for it, so. Right, right, that's right. That's, that's, that's the, I got the grits. Yeah. Sounds like a little bitterness coming through. Let's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's, let's, <laughs> not, get, let's not get uh, sidetracked. Personal, yeah. Okay, so, um, so that's important, that's going to be important, right? Because we're talking about here, kona. Kona means acquiring. The way you acquire a schar is by coming in with a schus. Right, you bring the schus. So here, the schar is the what? Close to Hashem. Right. Well, he didn't say that. It, it, it's only. He didn't say about close or far. It's only in Hashem and then Mizif Shkinos. Right? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, you'll see why I guarded you from that. Because you said close to Hashem, which I, th- I assume it means Dvekus. That's right. going to be the next paragraph. He's going to introduce a whole new thing called Vekus. Which is Oneg. We're going to see. Yeah, but right now we don't know that. That's, okay. that's right. Because you learned Derech Hashem, you're an expert in Derech Hashem. Right. So, so, uh, so, so you know that. But that's, uh, we have not yet proven that. Yeah? Or, or revealed that. So, and, uh, and uh, so, so, so the, that's the schar. And the schus is the mitzvahs. I mean, by doing the mitzvahs, you get the owner. Mm-hmm. Okay, you get the you get the pleasure. Okay. Um Livrocha, Hayom La Sosum today to do them, to do the mitzvahs, Lomacher, Lakabel, Sharam. Okay. Now, if you were not reading carefully, you will potentially think that the next paragraph is saying the same thing. A whole other paragraph where he says the same thing. I had to read this paragraph about 10 times to figure out what he's adding you and, and he's adding a lot. But you have to read it very carefully. When you will look again, obviously means a second look means a deeper look, right? So until now, what do we set up? We set up, Hashem wants to be native to us, He wants to do good for us. Right, and you need to earn it with schusim, which is called mitzvahs. So you come, you do mitzvahs. That's an olamazeh, and then you get to come into the next world where you get the hatava of olamabba. When you're going to look at it, when you're going to look deeper, you're going to realize something. Until now, the the oneg 
has been just a very nice thing, an oneg. Yeah. Now we're going to discover something very important. This oneg in Hashem, this joy, this pleasure, is actually dveikus. Now this is important because the Hashem being the ultimate perfection anything else that he would give us being he wants to do good to us anything else he were to give to us that is not his essential self would be second best and when you compare the infinite to the finite the second best is the second worst meaning it's, it's the difference between the thing that is absolutely incredible and everything else which compared to it is garbage yeah so but uh, but but the problem is this he speaks it out in Ter Hashem more the problem is that he can't give us that ultimate good because that ultimate good is essentially him it's his essential self so you can't take it out and give it to us he wants to give us the ultimate only the ultimate pleasure but that thing is himself so how do you get it? You can't take it. You can't get it for yourself. So the answer is Dveikus. Dveikus is, and this is very important, Dveikus is where we get to, so to speak, share with Hashem in that Shlemus of His. That closeness, we have to remember, the concept of basking in the radiance that's an analogy i mean it feels good to be in the sun so we think we relate to it i'm on the beach i hear the waves you know washing up on the on the, on the sand and the sun is like baking on my skin it feels very very nice right so we take that analogy because we're physical beings and we apply it to long haba but obviously that's ridiculous right because that's a physical experience. So what is this that we're talking about over here? So we're talking about the dveikus means a closeness to Hashem, which obviously closeness can only mean in when you grasp something, when you perceive something, when you become spiritually one with something when you become intellectually and emotionally one with something with with Hashem that's the Dveikus and then that means that I become an Adam Hasholem to the point that I can be Hashem is the ultimate Shlemus He's the ultimate perfection by me becoming a little appendix a little extension of I get to share in that ultimate shlemus with Hashem, so to speak. And that is the ultimate pleasure. How come Hashem can't give Just tear it out and give it to us? You have to remember, He's not separate from us. He's not separate from anything. We all exist inside of Hashem. Right. Part of Him already. Makes the question even better. No, that's not. That's not. That's not. Right. That that, that, that was that. That that was. uh, I think. Certainly not how the Ramchal or the or the Gro understand it. I don't know. On some deeper level, perhaps. some Hasidic books are mashma like that, but it's anyway not what they mean anyway. I mean, certainly there was a tzimtzum. Certainly there was a tzimtzum, right? How exactly to understand? I'm not looking to get into the machlekes of Chaim Velozhner and, and, and the Balatanya about what tzimtzum is, but, but the point is that we're separate. To whatever extent we are, they, you know, as we perceive it, whatever you want to say, but we so on that level, why no saying so just let Hashem give it to us. The answer is no, answer, but, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Hashem, because if he gives it to you, if you didn't earn it. No, before that. How can he give it to you? It's him. It's him. It's like for example, I I could give you I give you my kidney. Yeah. I could give you my liver. Right. I give you my heart. Right. Can I give you my brain? Give me the putty that's inside your head, yeah. Yeah? You could give me I, I would take I would take my brain, we would take my brain out. We would take my brain out, we would put it into your head. Would that be called that I gave you my brain? 
or be cold that I took your body? If we transplanted my brain into your head, would it be cold that I gave you my brain? Touche, that's a good point. Okay. Because why? Because the brain is me. My kidney is not me. And your kidney is not you. So I can take my kidney, I can give it to you, you can have my kidney. When you say brain, do you mean mind? Same. Assuming that the mind accompanies the brain wherever the brain goes. I don't know. I don't know. You can take a piece of a brain and still be okay, right? No, the entire brain. You take the entire contents of, of my head. Right. Including my uh, entire... You, so you transplant the head. Yeah. If I gave you my head. Yeah. The entire head. Right. We took, took your head, we threw right. it away in the garbage, you put my head on top. Right. Is that called, I gave you my head? No, you hijacked my body. Right. right. Yes. Okay. So, because the head, the brain, the, the head, that's me. Okay. Okay. So, uh, with Hashem, He is one. One. Okay. He doesn't have different parts. He is one. He is him. Inseparable. Undivided. One. Okay. Nothing can be pulled out and given to someone else. The only way that you could possess like the, the only way you could possess that ultimate perfection of completion is, is to be God, which means to for you to not exist. And to just be the, the just go. No, no. Then there's no. Again, we just transplanted my my head onto your head. Just shlemus. Shlemus is what I become a chaluk of that oneness, right? But you, but you exist and you enjoy and you're and you're being misanig al Hashem. There's a you. If we just got rid of you and there's just nothing but Hashem, so great. So we defeated the whole purpose. Messed up. Yeah. Yes. So we've eliminated the whole exercise. So again, Hashem's perfection is one with Him. He is one. He is not a composite of many different things where you could just pull out your kidney and give it to someone else. So that the, 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 the kind of the reward we're looking at is not a coach bro who gives part of himself, gives it to us. Rather, it's like, he's like, hey, come on in over here. Come really close and, so to speak, share with me in, 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 in experiencing my shlemus. Mm. More like a, like a child in the mother's womb. A what? A child in the mother's womb, right? You're still okay. se you're separate, but you're... So close you can't almost not say Okay, fine. But yeah, but a child doesn't doesn't earn it. We're gonna we're gonna want to come right. Right, right, yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand. It's just that point. Yeah. Okay. So. So here he introduces to us the the true completion meaning. Anything else we were talking about, Oneg, what, what are you after? What Oneg, giant bowls of ice cream, uh, you know, marijuana, uh, is, uh, you know. Both of which are legal. What? Both of which are legal. Not yet. January 1st. Yeah. What, you've been already? He, he's partaking. Well, in advance. Why did he want What do you want? Okay. Do you have that flavored ice cream? Talk to him by. I don't know why anybody want to eat that ice cream, but okay. What? I don't know why anybody want to eat that. You have to be high to eat that ice cream. Okay, anyway, so the point is that, uh, that, guys, guys, yeah? So the point is that all these things are sorts of shlemus, of completion. When you eat ice cream, you feel good because it completes you. When you love your wife, you feel good because that completes you on hopefully a higher level than the ice cream, right? From all the different types of shlemus, the ultimate shlemus is Hashem. And that's the ultimate form of completion. Yeah? And the, so the only way we can experience that, like we said, he, it's not possible for us to get it from Hashem. That's what he explains in Derech Hashem, because Hashem is one. So rather, it's through Dveikus. Okay? Dveikus... I don't think this is the time to learn about what, what, how one accomplishes dveikus. Ein kuntrus beer bederch al derech Hashem. 
Yeah, like a little green one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so that's that's what he is. That's what he lays down over here. Omer, and then he brings a clear proof from a pasuk that that's the case. What is good? What's the real good? The real good is Kirva Salokim, which is Vekos, closest to Hashem. Vekos. Yeah? Ve'omer, achashalti, meis Hashem, osayavakesh, what's the one thing that I want? Shifti beis Hashem, kol yimei To be close to Hashem. So, we see over here a, a deepening. Initially, we understood there was a schus, which was the mitzvahs. And I traded that in, I got for it the schar, which is the hatava, which is the benefit. Now we discover that really the two of them are one and the same. Because what's mitzvahs? Mitzvahs is executing the rots on Hashem, which is when you get to be nizdabek in Hashem. You get to be close to Hashem when you do his mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. That's the dveikus. That's the schar. That's the schus. Apologies. That's the schus. And the schar is the dveikus. So that's what it says. Schar mitzvah mitzvah. The reward for doing a mitzvah is the mitzvah itself. Because what's the ultimate reward you want? It's the dveikus. And the way you and your your merit for it, your schus is what the doing of the mitzvah. But the mitzvah is itself the dveikus. So schar mitzvah mitzvah. So, so there should be a difference. There is a difference. So that's, that's, that's the awesome hop, is that we live in a capitalist society where you make bricks and then you trade them in for butter. And the butter that you eat has nothing to do with the bricks you made. Right? You have the schus, that's my bricks. You have the schar, that's the butter. No connection between them. Except that they have a relative value on the market that you can trade X amount of bricks for X amount of sticks of butter. But what's the most beautiful way to enjoy is to be to enjoy from the work of your own hands. Meaning, the thing that I make, that's what I enjoy. That's what I, that's what I benefit from. My schus and my schar are the same thing. I grow my own vegetables. My father, he grows tomatoes. And when he, he makes a salad from these tomatoes, you can see the smile from one ear to the other. It's like, it's just like he loves eating the salad and serving it to the, to the children, to the grandchildren. He grows them. Right? So Chazal say, right? I prefer one bushel of my own tomatoes over, over nine, which is ten overall. I get one mine versus the nine. I prefer the one over the nine. Nine obviously means as much as possible and one means as small as possible. And I'd rather have just enough to get by of mine than to have as much as possible which is not mine. Yeah? So that's how Hashem figured out this incredible system that, he, that we're going to be enjoying the fruits of our own labor. Let's try to finish the paragraph, Bezos Hashem. So we build the piano and play it. It's, it's better because even it, it's, it's the building of it is the playing of it. See, the, in the, with the piano analogy, as you're building it, it's no shy as to playing it. Right. And then you play it. Here it's, here's the, it's the Lego bricks. It's kind of like how Robert Redford. What? He made his own bat in the natural, and then he crushed home runs with it. <laughs> Wait, it's, it's even more than that. It's, 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 it's the... Imagine how your kids... Yeah, I mean, Imagine how your kids play with Legos. No. Right? Building the actual thing that you're building, that's heck, that's, that is that is half the fun. That is the fun. Having it afterwards is like, I built that. That's awesome. Like, you're going to build a castle. Take a look more of the story where the guy, he, he, first, he, you know, he plants everything, everything to make his own safe retort. He creates right from scratch. He doesn't use anybody else's Yeah, is that the analogy? What? Is that the analogy? the He's saying there's a process and then yeah. and then a result. You say, but you're saying it's the right. end result we want, and the process. We, we want to say, yeah. right, the, the in the Derek Hashem, he says even better, he says that even as you're working on it, you're getting it. That, for example, a tzaddik, he does a mitzvah. At the time he's doing the mitzvah, he's also experiencing the dveikus at that time. While he's doing the mitzvah, he's experiencing the dveikus. And the mitzvah is the way that he, that he gets to the dveikus. Finally, get some decent coffee around there. Is that over there? Dangler. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, so, okay. so, 
So here is the working on, on the relationship with your wife. And as you're working on it, you're actually having that relationship. I mean, as you're empathizing with her, as you're, as you're you know, your feet in the kitchen. working on that relationship, that is the relationship. Yeah. yeah. So, um, this is the only thing that's good. Everything else besides this, the other thing people think is good, whether it be ice cream or marijuana, Aino Ella Hevel, it's nothing but mist. Mist Hevel means something that uh, a fog. It, it, it looks like there's something here, but there's really nothing here. Vishov Nit and and worthlessness that causes a person to err. It is it, deceitful. It it just it just gets you off the right path, right? And a, and a person goes in the wrong direction. So he's, saying, he's saying he's, he's using two words or two phrases to describe one thing, or is he talking what? about two different things? What? He's using the word pebble. He's using the word nothingness, or futility, and erring nothingness to describe the same thing. Or he's saying that no, there are two I, possibilities it's, it's here. Pro- pro- probably different levels of how wrong it's, you can get. Yeah. One's part, and one is kind of like destructive. Something like that, right? Right. Either um, way, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Right. Just right. One is like the path to get there, and the other one is the the realization that you screwed up. It's like taking their own turn and then no. I, I think Noah is. I think Noah said good. Hevel is just kind of you know vanity, right? Just whereas the other one is like really kind of messed. You know, you you went down the wrong pathway, buddy. Like you know, the other one. One is just you wasted your time. The other right. one is you actually got yourself in trouble. Now you have to pay a five hundred dollar ticket. Right. Right. To, to, to get out of this thing. Very good. Let's try to finish up the paragraph. Amnam. Adam zos. In truth, to merit to this, liknosa. That you have to exert yourself to acquire this. You exert yourself to dabek in him. Bekoach maisev. She told those by doing things that result in vacus, which is what vehema mitzvahs. That's what you just said earlier. That the mitzvahs, the things that we're working on, they produced vacus, and that's what you ultimately want. So you, so we are actually going to be nanami We're going to be enjoying from the work of our own hands. Because the the thing that we're going to be ultimately enjoying, which is the dvekus, we produce that through our mitzvahs. And we get a, we get a whiff of that as we're doing it down here yes. in this world. Yes, that's that's the that's the hanok. Yes, no, that, that's the temporary. That's right now. No, that just that's just no, a little bit. We made the deal that it's also in this world as well. Uh, right. Okay, so we see, we see as I'm doing it, I'm like, ah, it feels good. But it's just, it's a, it's a remez or that, a hint, it's a, it's a sniff, it's an yes. aroma, it's like, right. what's going to come? Right. Uh, so, right. It's like, so what, you know, the analogy is that, not, analogy is not the, not the gym versus the spa. It's, it's, it's a snack versus the meal. No. Because, no. No, because right now, you're, you're the right the now chocolate. you're making that thing. You're working on it. I'm no. tasting it as I'm making it. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. 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 I'll take it.